everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, the chief host of the show, and joining us as always is none other than our co-host, Avira. Hey guys, hope you're uh, doing pretty well today. Um, happy Friday, or Saturday, you know, depending on which part of the world you live in. And yeah, hope everyone's doing alright. I'm staring at... Right, sun. No, not really. I can't <laughs> wait till daylight saving hits again next week, and I have to be prepared to lose more of my Saturdays. Oh well, <laughs> that's life. Anyway, no, it's out. It's overcast. It's not too bad. But joining us as always, our interim host, Noble. Picture somebody on the ground, almost convulsing or bursting into complete and total laughter. Oh, damn, I thought that was the spontaneous combustion myth, except it's no firing. <laughs> no, no, convulsing, not combusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not a pretty sight, but goddamn, if you if it actually did happen, then you'd probably, your guts will rip out, rip themselves out from laughter. Oh, hell yeah. Nah, but no, that's all good. That's all good. <sighs> State of the world we live in, though. But um, let's get started with um, straight to the point, then. So um, we'll get started with this week. I think a lot, there's quite a good few things that have happened, and you'll kind of see now that this represents the absolute state of the modern furry convention. Mm-hmm. So what's mm-hmm. been happening as of late? Well... If you're a dealer or in the dealer's room, you should probably make it a habit to count your coins carefully. That's right. Now, one of the dealers in Megaplex has um, had counterfeit or fake dollar bills taken from, passed around, and yeah, worthless. Jolt, do you have any image? Oh, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. This is this is really sad, you know. No, no matter who this happens to. So the tweet goes: uh, Megaplex dealers, check your bills. I had counterfeits, and now I'm out of a lot of money. That's groceries. That's rent. I don't know what goes through thieves' heads when stealing from small businesses. Yeah, I, I, that's petty. He says: uh, I pour my blood, sweat, and tears into all of my work. You're not stealing from some big corporation. Or even someone well off. So yeah, they're just trying to get by, and this is this has been a problem. Uh, occasionally, you see counterfeit bills at conventions, but it seems like it's getting a lot worse now. In some places, dude. The last time I personally saw counterfeit bills passed around was when I was in and around Asian countries, and they would at least make it a habit to look through the doll the doll bills, you know constantly in the shops yes i was going to say that actually because i believe well let's say for instance you know something as big as megaplex you know you might have people coming from all over the world right you know from like germany or uh japan you know whatever whatever it might be and if they see a counterfeit like for example an american dollar bill they might not be able to tell the difference like how do you deal with foreign currencies in that way Right. So, with regards to this, I did come across a few other posts on Twitter, mm-hmm. and one individual had posted an image of the actual money they received. In Australia, at least where I live, we call it funny money. Mm. And it had the motion picture of Association for America on it. Oh, no. So, there are so, using props. My initial fear when I first came across this, this was actual uh, professional counterfeit, counterfeited money that was being distributed either through some useless fucking furry twat who thought they were being smart ass. But if they're going through and using like prop or just you know fake money that anybody can buy, um. Look, I understand that artists seem a bit money grubby now since Patreon sort of kicked off, but uh, 
Bit of a tip. Don't involve shit that gets the Secret Service on your ass. <laughs> Seriously. Like, that, that is a federal crime. Like, that's a big deal. No, I, 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 I'm fucking serious about this. Anybody out there who thinks this is a fantastic idea and getting free artwork, it is better if you were to go and just simply steal a print, something that just ran out through a photocopier that the artist is you know, selling for an inflated price. It is better to steal that than it is to take funny money and try to buy shit with them. Do you have any fucking idea what happens to people who go through counterfeit schemes the police whether it's federal whether it's the secret service they will sit there and they will study cctv footage for hours they'll spend weeks and months identifying who the fuck is doing this in retail stores and then they'll arrest the fuckers and then you got to go to prison exactly I and oh sorry so I feel sorry for any Secret Service agent that has to deal with furry conventions. I mean, fuck! <laughs> if you have any sense of you know, self-preservation, look up what happens to people who counterfeit money in your state or the state you're going to to do this shit. And then ask yourself, is it worth the luxury good for the prison time, for the fines that you'd receive when you are caught. Well, and considering that person uh, who made those posts, they were saying that apparently they lost a lot of money. They're saying like groceries and rent. So I'm thinking, gee, how much was it actually? Because depending on you know the amount too, I mean that that's a big deal. If it's like twenty bucks, like a fake twenty, that's still a, a serious problem. That artist hasn't released any other information yet about it, which is now, it's going to be upsetting. But yeah. this is not one of those, uh, oh, let's go and burn down someone's car sort of thing or someone's house or, you know, no. let's go drag out the business owner and beat him to death. You know, that's bad in itself. But counterfeiting money, you're involving most likely the federal government. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I actually saw counterfeit bills is I was uh, when I was at my job. You know, cause I, I handle money like all the time. And I've had this happen to me twice where someone tried to hand me all these fake bills. And you can just tell that they're fake, you know, the, the way they feel and look and, and whatnot. I mean, but they looked pretty convincing. The only thing is they all had the same exact serial number. And, and they looked like they were freshly printed. I was like, dude, I just gave it back to the guys like, Nah. <laughs> and he like right. he just looked at me and nodded and walked away. But imagine this happens at a Furcon, right? And you're like, you know, it, it's crowded. You're an artist. You know, you're just trying to get by, you know, pay your, your rent, groceries, you know, like the guy said. And then you just don't check. And someone gives you like $400 for such and such or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. In, in cash money. Oh, God, that's... And you know, and if you're not a normal dealer, you probably won't have the tools you need to um to scan the every dollar bill, like UV lights, laser scanners, or what have you. There's also a pen. Uh, no, the issue is, Avira, the individuals doing this, they don't see it like that. They see themselves as the utter victim, and this is the only way they're going to get ahead. This is the only way for them to get something that is going to mean something in their life. But out of curiosity. Avira, in your mm -hmm. state, what happens if someone's found guilty of counterfeit charges and, you know, they've gone through the whole uh, getting their fines, prison time? What's the likelihood of them getting a job? Oh, well, that's a good question. Because here in lovely New York, okay, that a felony is at least one year in prison. Now, depending on how much was counterfeited and exactly, like, what it was used for, that does depend. But once you're a felon, you can't vote anymore, okay? You can't own a gun. So getting a job, you have to, like, put that on your resume as well. So people are going to look at that and be like, hmm, well, depending on what job it is, if you're going into finance, forget about it. You're like, <laughs> no. If you want to work for, like, hell, even, like, a cashier at some local store, they'd be like, Oh, so, um, hmm. you know, it, it looks pretty suspicious. I mean, some places are lenient, but uh, 
I'd recommend doing something like plumbing or getting a trade, you know, <laughs> something like that. Because, yeah, getting a job, especially with a felony charge for counterfeiting, is is very, very serious. But in this case, you know, it could either be counterfeiting or, uh, like you said, the, the, the prop money. People can just pass that off. as, uh, And I think that still counts as the same thing, pretty much. It's like if you're buying or selling fake drugs, you know, it's still the intention was there. This is the sort of idea, uh, there was a case I came across once where this woman, uh, this kid decided to say, oh, racist tried to burn down the building I'm in, blah, 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 I'm a school student, I need help. Yeah, the fucking dimwit was seen on CCTV footage starting the fire herself. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. Here we go. I, I have a, uh, I got the laws here. So just here in New York, uh, unapproved unlawful wagering of instruments. It's a class A misdemeanor, which means if you're convicted, sentence can include a jail term up to a year and probation terms of three years and payment of a fine. And that's only if you're using a small amount, like misdemeanor-wise. If it becomes federal, I believe when it's over a thousand. Um, boombox. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, five thousand. And fifteen years in prison. Oh no! Oh, that's not good. Uh, boombox. This isn't counterfeiting checks. This is counterfeiting actual cash. It would be a different charge. Okay, yeah, so here here, here we go. It says producing or using counterfeit money is a form of fraud. Manufacturing counterfeit United States currency uh, to increase its value is Title 18, Section 471, and is punishable by a fine of uh, a fine of $5,000 and 15 years of prison, or both. Yikes. So Even who wants a 15-year holiday? <laughs> oh, man. Well, and then you're out five grand. Pay. Like, just, now, don't, just don't. So just so everyone understands the situation here, if counterfeit funds are still being you end up, if people still keep doing this sort of thing at Furcons, number one, Furcons will have to go cashless. Plain and simple. If it continues and yes, uh, people get arrested or people get away with it, it's going to get to a point where no ferry artist will be willing to accept cold hard cash for work so you're ruining it you're destroying it for everybody it's like turning around and finding like uh those e-scooter things i mean yes they're fucking horrible but i mean you rip the batteries out of those things who's going to be able to use it you're ruining true. it for everybody you make it very true mm -hmm. it's it, 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 it's just not helpful. see i had i had this problem actually when i was at uh free for all See, my credit card uh, was demagnetized because I I put it next to my cell phone, stupidly, and it didn't work. So I had to call and, and get a new one. But that means that I couldn't actually use my card for anything. Thankfully, I had cash with me, and people were still accepting it. So I was able to, you know, pay for food and, and whatever I needed. And, of course, you know, artwork, you know, charities and all that. But if, if cons decide to go cashless, haven't some already done this? I don't know, to be honest. Not, not that I know of, no. Hmm. I, I mean, then again, if they all decide to go cashless, all the all the big events like charity auctions and all that, they'd have to pay by card and all, and what have you. Ah, uh, yeah. And then you got to worry. Oh, yeah, yeah. and I, that also will hurt uh, local, like small businesses too. Because let's say if you don't have a card reader, or like, what are you gonna do? Right. Like, if it's just well, you know someone out of their garage selling plushies that they made, you know, it's like oh, ten bucks or whatever. Then Amira. there's the whole matter of things like, you know, card fees and... Yeah. Um, Most modern uh, smartphones are capable of reading cards, credit cards. Yeah, but don't they need, like, a little plug-in device or something? Nope. What? RFID. Yep. If you've oh, got a modern wow. iPhone, I think from at least 2020 and onwards, it is capable of reading uh, credit cards. And I also believe that's been true for Androids for about five or six years now. Well, Maybe seven or eight. I'm totally not sounding like a boomer right now. 
Yeah, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) But still, I mean, it's just the the convenience of just having cold, hard cash, you know, something like that. You know, I I just think that's better. I guess I'm old school like that. (laughs) Or let's say, I don't know, I I dropped my phone in the toilet. Oh, now it's broken. Okay, what do I do? Right? I got to think about these things. Why were you taking photos of the toilet? Ah, people bring their phones <laughs> everywhere, man. Of toilets like that to move on from this. Um, in still while still remaining on the absolute state of furcons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like Megaplex and other cons people have been getting riskier in the toilets in the convention space. Yeah, and uh, not like we're promoting crime or anything. Cough, noble. <laughs> it's better to steal it than use counterfeit money. But no, uh, people have been stealing a lot more. And yes, and not just that, but also other dealers have been finding that items that are drawing tablets and what have you are getting stolen. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> yeah, sometimes. Well, sometimes. when it comes to counterfeit or just stealing, like a printed piece of work, stealing is like better on the equation. But why? Exactly, and like you mentioned, it's a luxury item. It's not like it's food or medicine, or anything like that, it's like, that's a cool print of a tiger. I want it. Here's, like, 30 bucks in fake funny money, and have a nice day. Like, come on. Most of the time, if you can't afford to get a hold of a printer or go to a place where you can print shit out, I mean, I've gotten printers for free, for fuck's sake. I've found them literally sitting on the side of the road, and they just (laughs) need a clean. I mean, unless, of course, you're a you don't like the idea of cleaning shit. I mean, fuck troubleshooting 90% of the time, but stealing shit like this, it just what happens if you don't get the stylist? Done work. Like There's limited functionality of the finger, especially in a drawing tablet. No. You're literally turning around, walking up to someone. It's like stealing tools. I mean, I found contractor tools on the ground all the time where I live. Yesterday, I went out when I was going to work, I found screws and some tape on the ground, which looked like they came from an electrician. If I was to pick that shit up, that's not stealing it because someone's lost the shit. But I found a little vacuum cleaner and I thought, I really want that, but it's got someone's name and a serial number on it. So I took it into the police station. I said, look, I found this. Here's where I found it. And uh, a few months from now, I get to go back to the police station and it's mine if someone doesn't collect it. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. But that's because someone lost something. If I'm walking down the street, I will look at cars and I do see contractor vehicles all the time and I do see all these fun little tools thinking, oh, I would so love that shit. The thing is, though, if you steal it, someone sees you like a police officer, you're kind of (laughs) fucked. Also, Noble, uh, you're a good person. I'd say you're rather noble indeed, and I know you wouldn't do such a thing. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You just don't do it because exactly, the exactly. trouble associated with it, it's not worth the effort. It, it, it's really not. And I can't even, I would be terrified. You know, like, I've never even stolen a pack of gum from a store before because I'd be too afraid of getting caught. Like, <laughs> like no way. And people that would have the balls to print fake money or maybe get counterfeit money somehow and pass that off to artists who are trying to pay rent. I mean, that is just cruel. You know, that's That's really messed up. Where I I feel it's actually gone awry is that people don't realize that running a, a small business to the point of it's just you Unless you're like breaking it in constantly, you're kind of fucked. I mean, if you're an artist using PayPal, you have to be very careful because at any point, PayPal can decide to flip the switch and you lose your account. I've seen stories over the years where people falsely reported and all of a sudden they've had like thousands of dollars just locked up. Right, or even yeah. things like chargeback issues and like another comment from Boombox. 
Others have been getting screwed over on PayPal because buy a same product was not delivered. And then people filed a report on that, saying, you know, they want a chargeback. Yeah, see, I can understand that too. Like, that's actually another thing that happens. But, you know, if you're just using cash and you can just pay for it right there and the item is right there, uh, yeah, I think that that's better. Because people could what? falsely claim that, you know, they'll, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'll I'll just charge it," you know, they'll get their item, and then they'll just lie, and then they'll get their money back. If you are an individual out there who's thinking about going to a furcon and stealing shit like that, look up the laws. Understand what happens if you get caught taking X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. and then ask yourself. Is it worth going on a holiday? <laughs> For 15 years? I don't know. Well, that depends. But no. If you, if you steal someone's iPhone, iPad, and MacBook, and let's say all up that's like $60,000 worth of hardware, and you get caught with that? Oh, your life's over. That's it. Yeah. And for what? A couple of fancy technology? I mean, really? Nah. Oh, the best part is usually these twats would want to turn around and pull a gun from the police officer and try to shoot them. You do realize what happens when you try to kill a cop, right? <laughs> yeah, well, all the tons of charges and all. And well, there's a 50 50 chance that you might not even survive that encounter, but you know, at least here in America. Well, I guess that's that, though. So, I really, at the end of the day, it's... <laughs> I just want to see this collective stupidity start to yeah, slide off and people problem, but pull their on head that over thing, I guess to get to the cause of this, though, um, how much... Avira, you probably know more about this than me, but, you know, how often does the greenback get, you know, counterfeited? Like, um, yeah, um, a lot, actually. Yeah. Because it's like old-fashioned old like money printing and paper bills and what have you, right? Yeah, well, one of the main problems is a lot of, the, well, the United States currency, it's all the same exact size. It's made of like a cotton type of paper. And there are many security features, but, I mean, you can print out a bunch of $5 bills, 10s or even 20s and 100s. I actually saw a, a stack of 50s when this guy was trying to pay for his stuff. Remember I told you um, at my job, yeah. I've seen this twice. He gave me like, I think he was trying to buy, uh, his, ho his whole cart was just full of power tools, like literally $1,200 worth. Then he gave me $1,200, all in 50s, and they were all fake. But it's extremely easy to print those out, even if like, let's say you're, uh, I don't know, English is not your first language and you're not really used to currency. I mean, they looked pretty legit, but they felt weird, so I, I knew they were all fake. But yeah. it does happen quite a bit. I believe that the 20 is the most commonly counterfeited bill. The 20 or the 50. It's, yeah, because these are the, they're the most versatile denominations. Yeah. Cash, right. And get. people don't people don't check that. Oh, like if you, if you hand someone like, you know, four $10 bills and, and they're all fake. Well, who's going to check a 10, right? But it adds up. Mm. Yeah. But I guess on the, on the flip side of things, though, if you're in a, other countries, then the problem may not be so prevalent because their money printing is a bit, you know, more advanced than America's. Oh, Jolt, don't be so simple. Counterfeiting I, happens in Australia all yeah, the time. Yeah, oh, I believe that too. Like people, you know, they're getting better at printing polymers and, and some too. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Uh, the, for, the first time I ever saw a real uh, Australian bill, a dollar do, was... Uh, from you, actually, Jolt, at the airport, remember? Mm -hmm. I was, yeah. like, so fascinated by it. Like, what the? It's made of plastic? How in the world? <laughs> That's probably harder to counterfeit than just printing out American bills. Um, but when I, Avira, when I was looking mm -hmm. up this about buying funny money for, mm -hmm. like, prop use, there is companies that will produce Australian bills that are close to realistic that you can use for media purposes. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, they do that with the uh, American currency as well, and and you know, yep. I, I think all of them. But so imagine, all like, someone let's has say... to do. Oh yeah. All someone has to do is they just have to buy it. They don't have to go through the process of trying to make it themselves. 
True. Now imagine if you went to something like uh, JMOF, you know, like uh, Japan Furcon, and you tried to pass that off. They wouldn't like know the difference. Probably they they probably couldn't read English. Like oh, okay, they, like they'll ah, see the but number. The thing is, if JMOF, they you have to give them yen. Oh, so that's that's a policy for them. I'm I won't know, but I'm sure you know if you're doing it locally, you'd have to give them cash in local you know local money. I mean, so... for, for crying out loud, I once went to a market in China proper, and some and some dudes basically did a runner because they paid for things with European money, and the dealer wouldn't accept. You know, says we we don't accept European money, while the two huh. guys got their stuff and did a runner. I'm sorry, but here's my opinion when it comes to going overseas. Get the local currency, you dumb fucks. Exactly. No, seriously, there's there's cash exchanges. There is plenty of stories on uh, Reddit about how you get some asshole who goes to Japan or they go to some other Asian country or some European country and they'll bring American dollar bills and they'll be like, oh, you know, this is American money, you know, freedom, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but the notes aren't useful there. <laughs> I mean, the individual no. would have to turn around and then go and convert it. An excellent example would be here in Australia. We've got a a hexagon. What is it? The 50 cent coin? All those yeah, sides on it? It's, um, there's plenty of sides on it. I can't remember how many, but it's differently shaped. It's... There was a... Before that, the 50 cent coin was circular. Those coins are worth a shit ton of money because they've got silver in them. Now, yes, you could take them to a shop and use them to buy stuff. I was at one uh, last year. And this woman was like, this 50 cents round, we can't use this. And I'm like, oh, she's got two of them. Oh, I've got a dollar. You know, I'll trade you. <laughs> I made like 30 fucking bucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> dumb bitch. Sorry to say that, but dumb fucking bitch. It's like at that point, if it's a dollar, you just simply go swap. Yep, easy. And then you made profit. <laughs> Great. And the better part is that if you find uh, certain uh, coins like that from certain years, they're actually worth a shit ton more. So in that case, a dollar is fine. But if you are going out, and I do this myself, whenever I get money um, like change or I get money out of the bank and then I go buy something, I always check the money that I have because certain uh, mistakes in printing increase the value of the, the cash you actually have. So if you get a misprint dollar bill or a, you know, a, a 10 or something, uh, even a misprint $5 bill. I mean, I've heard of people who go to the ATM, they get a blank note out and it's got the security shield on it. And it's like, uh, oh, I'll just go take, no, you don't take it to the bank. You go to the uh, nearest uh, money shop and you go, look what I got. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I, uh, the United States has a, a very similar law to that. Basically, it's uh, the face value law. So you can have a gold coin from the 1850s, and whatever the value on the coin is, if it says it's worth a dollar, then you can legally use it in any, anywhere, no matter how old, no matter what it is. But who in the hell would spend like a mercury dime, for example? I mean, it says it's only 10 cents, but it's actually worth like, Ten times that. Yeah, like when so. it comes to investing, it's a whole different story. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. When it when it comes to money, if you're going overseas, if you're going locally, inspect the coins that you get. Expect the notes that you get. Mm -hmm. Understand what the um, at what point. Uh, so, say for instance, if I bought a five, if I got a five dollar note, and it was torn up to all buggery and someone taped it back together, I wouldn't keep that in circulation. I would take it to the bank. As I understand the laws in Australia, if you've got a whole bank note, but it's really fucked up, they will exchange it. And then that note's taken out of circulation. And I think there's, if there's uh, up to a certain percentage of the note is still intact, you can, it's still um, swappable. But if you come across damaged notes or coins, to a point where it's clear that someone has done it you know, on purpose, get it out of circulation because you're... Yeah. That's Even the, the fucking Nazis would turn around. They will, Hitler had the option of turning around and dumping funny money on England's shores. And guess what? He said no. Not even the fucking Nazis 
head of the fucking Nazis turned around and wanted to crash an economy like that. And when you go and you hand it, sorry, if you are going overseas, make sure that you have the correct currency with you. Good point. Mm -hmm. All right. Because you come off as a complete dick otherwise. Mm -hmm. All right. So with that, we're going to move on to the next item at hand here. And this is something that I know we've wanted to talk about for the longest time, but we've completely skipped over. Yep. It's the funny digital money that's now worth nothing, a.k.a. the NFT. Now, the NFTs, this was part of the uh, the crypto boom just t- between two to three years ago. It says, now, from the Rolling Stone, your NFTs are actually, finally, totally worthless. It says, a new report from industry researchers finds that 95% of the NFTs have lost their value. That is terrifying. This because reminds me of that tulip thing. Uh, this is a scam. I mean, well, we knew it was a scam from the beginning. Because all I these... looked at it, and it was it was like it was so sass. It was so bodgy. I, I yeah. Couldn't... Well, you had all these influencers and YouTubers and whatnot. You know. And TikTok. they were saying that you know, oh, these tokens they were they're starting from like five, six digits, and yep. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, you buy these, and, and like, and that's what they did. I believe, uh, Mr. Beast, he bought an NFT for over six hundred thousand dollars. Remember that a couple years ago? You know what it's worth uh, now? Less than a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So, I suppose the thing that I take take issue with initially was that NFTs weren't actually money; it was considered to be an investment. Uh, yeah. Yeah, kind of like like a receipt, sort of. So here we have. A, yep. Hold on, just scroll up a little bit. So it says, just a couple of years ago, you would have no trouble finding some celebrity hawking a non fungible token, an NFT project. But how quickly times change, as even now, uh, websites dedicated to gambling with cryptocurrency are warning people to stay away from NFTs. Yeah. I think, well, part of the concept of NFTs was they wanted to make this whole virtual world. I think Meta was a big part of this as well. You know, the Facebook right. virtual world. And then, you know, it was money in, like, digitizing artwork. Yeah, and, and that's uh, that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, we've had value on it, but was not tangible, mind you. Nah, it's, it's, it's silly. I mean, at least with cryptocurrency, like with Bitcoin and stuff, you can buy and sell things with that. It has some you know, fiat type of value. But NFTs are kind of just like stocks. But one of the more important things with NFTs, which a lot of people seem to either gloss over or seem to ignore as not being a point, an NFT isn't the actual image. It is just a link to an image. Right. That's it. But if you own that link, then you can... Ah, see that this is where it gets really suspicious. Look, if if and I stress strongly here, if the backbone of the NFT service actually held the image data, it would have been a completely different story. But instead, no, that wasn't a possibility or that wasn't built into the system itself. It's only text. Right, right. So now we get to the current state of NFTs and um, really look at the how everything is priced. It's like like you said, now even the most highest valued NFTs are what? Somewhere between five and hundred dollars. Yep, that's it. And, and people were some of the people were crazy. They were buying them for like tens of thousands of dollars like yeah it's gonna go up in value it and then they were telling all their subscribers all their followers like on x or youtube to to go buy their nfts it was a lucrative business and a lot of people fell for it so yeah they spent like you know a couple thousand dollars and now two years later uh yikes it's the major issue i believe also was with this any image was used. There was no restriction. There was no control. There was no, uh, okay, 
some random person takes a bunch of random images from the internet and then they upload them as NFTs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Literally breaching copyright. Um, I mean, you can make one yourself. Criminally, that can be, uh, that's a problem, but it's more of a social thing. So unfortunately, you had some of the more broader community realizing that, oh, hang on, there's no actually um, control here on the you know, side of the people who are running this. Anyone can use any image. That sort of taints your idea of this being legitimate. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, what I was saying before about what Meta was trying to do, they wanted to build like this virtual world where like you have like your virtual mansion and in, in your VR chat or whatever. And you can post these in your house, and it's like an art gallery. A lot of people did that. Uh, but at the end of the day, you take off your VR headset, and then you're still living in your apartment, and you're out thousands of dollars, and you're like, well, crap, now what? Like, who, who wants to buy my monkey? No one! No one wants to buy your monkey! <laughs> like, come on! Oh... <laughs> I'll be honest, if you look at history, you'll see that there have been a number of cases where the intrinsic value of things, I mean, beanie babies, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, beanie that was babies. silly. That whole tulip thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's great if you're the individual that turns around, gets in really early, sells a shit ton of stuff, and then you know, does a runner. Yeah. But for but everyone else. Nah, and when they get in the market too late, it's like, yeah, I, I spent my whole life savings on all these beanie babies, and they're going to be worth something one day. And then they go bankrupt. Oops. Yeah, I, I think economics needs to be something taught in, um, like, primary school, or at least the later half of it. Alas, these days, even even modern universities don't teach the right kind of economics, and they just seem to tout. And especially, ugh, no. This is a match. This is how you light it. This is how you start your um, you know, torch. And this is how you burn a building down. Right. Okay. Uh, you mean start a fire to, uh, to to save you if you're in the elements, right? Right. I mean, well, most modern economics seems to be like, oh, let's, you know, let's just keep pumping out more stuff to keep, you know, to make more fires because that's what makes them makes the economy turn yeah it's just the up and down trends see i i understand the art market right like there's there is a big market for very expensive artwork pieces but those are like one of a kind masterpieces like you know what i mean these these digital ethereal type of things they're, they're sort of just lost in the ether right. it's That's all ones and zeros exactly what it is. yeah it, it's it's not tangible it's not a real a real thing even cryptocurrency, you know, like I said, you can still use it to buy and sell things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not these, though. Uh, th- like you said, Noble, this is more of an investment. That's why a lot of people uh, who buy, like, those luxury million-dollar apartments in New York City, they don't live there. They just buy it as an investment property, hopefully, that hoping that the price will go up eventually. But because it's real and it's real estate, you know, the housing market does fluctuate. and Maybe they can resell it for twice the price. And it's, Sorry, it's, this yeah. the whole NFT thing reminds me of buying Pokemon cards. Oh well, Pokemon yeah. cards and Magic cards. There is a enormous market for oh, that. No, no. There's a lot no, no, of no, money. No, if you go to some of the um, street stores, some of the mm-hmm. small fairs, you'll see Pokemon cards for sale. Mm-hmm. The only problem is they're all fake. Oh, back to the so counterfeiting. You get parents, you get elderly people, and you get idiots who don't know any better buying those, thinking they're getting like, um, oh, awesome Pokemon cards. And it's like, no, you just literally bought something that's worthless. Don't ever take them to a proper game because uh, if you get found out having them, you're kind of fucked. I've got, I've been buying every now and then uh, used Pokemon cards at either op shops or at uh, small stores where they're old. Mm -hmm. And I pick them up and I go, fake, 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 fake. Ooh, real, fake, 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 fake. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a serious problem, man. You see the same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh cards too. There was a back when it was getting really popular. They used to like I think it was from China. They made like these counterfeit Yu-Gi-Oh cards, which was crazy. I mean, my grandma bought me some. I was like twelve or something. And she's like, I know you like playing these card games, and I got you these. I'm like, oh, thanks, Grandma. Oh, what are the hell? And the translations on them were really funny. But they were obviously fake. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> I still played with them anyway. Like, me and my friends, we didn't care. But I wasn't trying to sell them or anything like that. I was like, I was a kid. Whatever. But now if you're trying to make an investment, yeah, you might get ripped off by some, some fake stuff floating around out there. Not good. Well, it's the whole thing with NFTs. I mean, if you go out to invest in Pokemon cards and you see like these really cheap ones, you, you go buy a whole bunch of them. I mean, one of the mm -hmm. biggest scams with Pokemon we had on here recently was uh, people taking out at the factory all the rare cards and then you know, selling them on mass at the local stores. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And yep. Then, you know, and then somebody was buy, you know, got all these cards in advance from the printing station, you know, from when the cards were printed and. Seldom we talked about that one point too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, crazy stuff. But you know, it's it's it just goes to show, like you know, people really are, you know, the art market, whether it's Pokemon cards or you know, or even this or NFTs, is some big business. People have actually you know pour their money into. I just can't imagine spending. Uh, more than like five dollars on something that equates to basically a sticker I, like yeah, okay I, I did spend some money like getting a sticker pack but that was like artwork that i paid someone to make yeah for me, you know what i mean i know what you mean but i'm not going to be spending you know ten thousand dollars for some blue monkey smoking a blunt like that's to, to hang it up in my virtual room in facebook like that's the silliest damn thing to me. Avera, that's also like half-assed approach to doing artwork as well. I mean, that, that's the stuff that was posted, especially what was that um, actress who got a furry NFT of herself that was Lindsay really Lohan. Pissed yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> now, if that was, um, say, something more professionally looking, would have been impressive, but it was literally just like um, half-assed approach to doing artwork. <laughs> At that point, you might as well just commission a real artist to make you something tangible instead of some like link to a digital non-fungible token that goes nowhere. Because who's going to buy that from Lindsay Lohan? Oh, it's, it's going up for 100000 Yeah, No, it's not. No one is a buying it. A man would buy it. <laughs> there are people, people buy iPhones every year to the point that where it's just mind-bogglingly bad people will oh. buy anything unfortunately uh, yeah well that's why they say only 95 percent of nfts have lost their value because some people are still getting scammed by this oh here's a, a good comment from icy about pokemon it said i used to buy pokemon cards from this very old card shop in my old neighborhood as a kid <laughs> and god forbid it's still there <laughs> yeah hopefully hey. you didn't get any fake ones Mm. Hey, at least if there's a silver lining to all this, Co you know, COVID's made the Pokemon Pokemon card business boom again. Well, yeah, because everyone was stuck in their homes and didn't really know what to do. And, so you know, they started selling, you know, they found out Pokemon cards can be profitable as collector's items. Thankfully, <laughs> I've still got my card collection of all the assorted other trading card games I've played over the years. Have not chucked them out. Good. Don't. Because that's... You know, that's that's tangible. You know, that's a physical item that you have to barter with and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. I still have all my magic cards. Mm-hmm. And goodness knows, they just they will one day actually do increase in value because goodness knows, cards from all those years ago could be worth quite a bit. Oh well, well we had this conversation. Remember when uh, we had yeah. that artist on the show about how yeah, right. yeah. how some of the the cards that were banned. They like tripled in price overnight. <laughs> Jeez, and they're still high. Oh, I believe that. Though. And now, you know, in your case with Magic the Gathering, more and more cards are going to get the whole, you know, reprint or whatever, and the old editions are going to be worth hundreds. Oh yeah, 
or or more because it's also still a very popular game you know they're always coming out with new expansions and it's a very large community you know people are yeah. i mean yeah it's the most popular card game in the entire world so it's, it's going to be good for a while mm -hmm. at, le at the very least though <laughs> i would say i on on different level like i'm on art level the 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 art you find in cards is way magnitudes better than the goofy art, art that you find in um, nfts oh yeah it's it's so it's so ridiculous i can't even imagine mm. some of the I, nfts I mean, i've seen it looks like ms painter or, or whatever it's it's so stupid well, like every single nft you've seen is like everybody there has an obsession with like dude weed uh, yeah right <laughs> like it, it's the same style but just variants a, a little bit then they try to make it different and then sell it. And yeah, a lot of people got duped by all these influencers and YouTubers and stuff promoting this crap. And you know who made a lot of money? The influencers who duped their subscribers into buying these things from them. It's sad. Yeah. Like, I'd be pissed if I was like, yeah, I'm going to spend $1,000 on this and it's going to be worth 10000 next year. And then all of a sudden it drops to like $4. I'd be like, well, crap, where did my money go? I guess right? the, bottom line, the bottom line of this, in, in a way, is um, choose your investments care wisely. Very true. Whether or not you're investing in, you know, tangible stuff like Pokemon cards or the all the old reliables like silver, silver and gold. Gold, that's right. Well, the other thing is if you don't actually have the money to buy that sort of stuff, be a little bit more... Um thoughtful with how you spend your cash well, that's if you true. want to buy stuff for a project just make sure that you like uh, getting proper shit and not something that's going to break when you look at it the wrong way <laughs> which i've done several times <laughs> oh man yeah like necessities first of course and then like luxury items or like investments you know or, later yeah. on 100 percent. well there is another time for an we've got another item this week, and it seems to be something that's kind of been a re-emerging story of sorts. You probably have found out that um, Microsoft, and by extension Xbox, wants to buy all the things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the sharks are smelling blood in the water right now. <laughs> Right. I mean, so, yes, I know. Microsoft and by extension Xbox have been adding so much game studios and and all that to their portfolio. You know, Activision and Blizzard. Yep. Yep. So Phil Spencer, Bethesda. who's the uh, current CEO of Microsoft, intends to buy Nintendo after an email sent within the company rev uh, were re revealed online. Correspondence shared with Microsoft marketing executives Takeshi Nomuto and Chris Kaposia was titled Random Thought on August of 2020. So, so they're intending to buy Nintendo. Now, haven't they, they tried this before? They had, like, way back in, like, even from early 2000s, and now they're still trying, you know, to, from, like, three years ago and even to this very day. Oh, goodness. It's yeah. I mean, come on. You you probably know Nintendo is a very very big asset in the you know in the world of games. Oh, of course. That's one one of like the the top. It's a top well, we players, know. You know it's yeah. The top, you know the top four players at the moment. You know, freaking everyone loves their stuff. Everyone buys a lot of Nintendo Switches. The games are high profile. You know, Sorry, oh. um, I've got something here. I want to. I was going to say right. this. <laughs> Dude, you completely lost the ball on this one. See, when the Xbox One was released, Microsoft initially had it requiring the uh, little webcam with like, 3D scanning. So, um, yeah, you're a little late to the party. <laughs> Maybe they'll have uh, like retina scanning to, to access it. Who knows? The like Xbox some... One um, camera can do that. You get close enough. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, to be honest, I'm sitting here thinking Microsoft would probably want to 
screw over Nintendo three ways from Sunday with just changing everything about it. The way Microsoft's going currently with Windows, it's sort of like at the tipping point where they could either screw themselves over three ways from Sunday and become almost irrelevant company. But no. Knowing them. This the the buying of this would also cause, I believe, the Japanese government to want to intervene as well. This isn't going to be something that just gets uh, you know, uh, dragged along. It, it, it's going to cause a bit of a stir if things go forward. Yeah, for sure. I mean, come on, we know you know Nintendo is one of Japan's most beloved assets. So, what makes them think that you know Microsoft could just just as easily like snap them up? Okay, here's like billions and billions of dollars. Now give me Nintendo. Oh, I'm, I'm damn well sure they could buy as many shares of Nintendo as they want. Up, up to like 51%. But at the end of the day, um, lawmakers and governments can get, you know, can turn around and you know, kick up a fuss. The other thing is that customers can turn around and go, oh, shit. I mean, at this point with Pokemon Company, I've said, I've literally looked at what they're doing with the Pokemon games and said, no. I mean, they're not developing them like they did with Black and White. They're slashing on DLCs. It's not a game anymore that I think is worth playing. It's just, it's lost the ball. And I hate to think what would happen if Microsoft were to buy and then take controlling, uh, take a serious control over the Nintendo. It's just going to take a company that has its niche and just dig its soul out. And I, I can't. I can't do that. I, I now, just don't let's see how imagine Nintendo would one by one, like what what would happen to all the our beloved Nintendo properties if Microsoft had them? Oh, who wants to nominate one and let's start and let's run with it? Oh boy. Well, I imagine there's probably going to be a lot more microtransactions going on with like literally anything that they produce afterwards. You bet. And I imagine that the Japanese government will probably not be very happy because even though, yes, the company has uh, not been doing phenomenal lately, but it's still a major asset to Japanese uh, government, honestly. I mean, like, imagine how much money they make off of revenue and taxes and stuff. So this would be a, this would be a major blow to be sold to an American company. Uh, yeah, I think that would probably be just like in general to society i feel like they would either feel like let down or kind of like oh you sold out to the americans like it culturally it would probably not be a good thing just for overall morale i think if if nintendo was bought out by an american company it would have to become an american company and leave japan yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and that would be a blow. And it's almost like Sony, but no, Sony. You know, just because Sony has a head office in Japan now. Mm. I thought Sony was still technically a Japanese company. Yeah, it's even if they, they have a branches... head office that's in now in California. Oh, hmm. I should probably look more into what Sony's doing. Anyway, um, the Japanese corp, the the way, as I understand, the way the Japanese work on business sides is they don't like foreign companies setting up shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, they're very proud of, you know, the, the culture that they've that cultivated, I guess. So, yeah, I, I can see that. One of the first gaming companies, like, really ever to, like, make it big. And if it leaves the country, ah, I wonder how many jobs people would lose. Idea will never ever be the same again, that's for sure. Definitely not. And like I said about the microtransactions, uh, if yeah, they'll yeah. never go, like the games. Mm-hmm. Now, what I was trying to get at is what happens if now, if we if we did a reimagining of our beloved Nintendo games now with Microsoft at the helm, like Pokemon. Oh, they'd have hmm. to invest hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, even a billion dollars into the next Pokemon game 
and to really flesh it out in order for me to go, yeah, I'll probably buy that. But at this point, if they're going to continue with the way they're going, no. Yeah, but and I hate to think what they're going to do with Legend of Zelda too. I right, mean, yeah, but Microsoftified Pokemon though. <laughs> That's going to be like some I don't know. You tell me. That's yeah, Zelda game. came to mind as well. Like how they might reimagine it. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Oh, you want to go to the splash screen? That's going to cost you 50 cents. <laughs> yeah, <you're> right? <laughs> oh, you want to start your new game? Okay, that's about 10 bucks. All right, hey, oh, the, the Master Sword upgrade. That's eh, just a dollar or so. Whatever. And then it all adds up. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Uh, we laugh about this now, but don't. I know, it's, it's probably going to happen. We've predicted a lot of things in the future on this show before. And it's come true. Or worse. Like, yeah. Right. And um, just imagine this, though. What if we mixed it with Microsoft main RPG series? Legend of Zelda was mixed with something like, say, you know, they, to consolidate everything, they had to mix it in with Fable. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking about what would happen if you got the Doom guy in, uh, what was it? Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, what about now that Master Chief? Together, they can put Master Chief and all that in Super Smash Brothers. Oh, they could do it anyway with a licensing agreement, but bloody hell. <laughs> oh, goodness. That would be silly. Yeah. So, uh, from what the article says, does it look like they want to go through with the deal or no? I mean, at the end of the day, it's Phil Spencer who just seems to want this as a pipe dream. They're just saying that, you know, this is Nintendo is just the primest asset that Microsoft would love to have. Oh, yeah, I bet. Well, they already have Xbox. Yeah, we, they already got Xbox. They already got fucking, you know, Windows and stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft is just being... Didn't Sony and uh, sorry, Sony and Microsoft turn around and give up trying to you know outcompete each other and just you know did some deals like cross-platform gaming that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, and then Sony just said no. Nah, they were just. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, was that the whole Spider-Man debacle? No, game. Oh, that, oh, that was PlayStation. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, God. PlayStation decided that they didn't want to work with Xbox on cross, you know, yeah, some crossplay and some other things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So, <laughs> but really, at the end of the day, it's... <laughs> well, I'm not going to be spending, you know, $5 to upgrade to the Master Sword. You know, I'd rather... Pay that in rupees. <laughs> <laughs> I earn my rupees, damn it, by killing them monsters, all right? I deserve it. <laughs> Come on. But then again, if now if this deal goes through, just imagine what the next generation of mixed hybrid console would be if fucking Nintendo and Xbox but you know, pulls it, oh. pull it together now that they're both, you know, under shared own the same roof. Be the Nintendo box. <laughs> we already <laughs> see what a Sony and Nintendo console looks like. Mm. Right, you guys don't remember the initial time when Sony tried to go disc uh, disc system? Oh, yeah. And instead uh, they went with Philips. And then the whole thing fell through and they just went with cartridges anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the PlayStation. Yes. Uh, Fun times. But you know what? A Nintendo Box, a hybrid between Nintendo Switch and Xbox Singles. Now we've even, you know, Jane Goofier. <laughs> I'm no, just picturing someone controls. taping a Switch to a, to a bloody PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do that and call it a box. <laughs> oh, I kind of did that with the old, you know, the PlayStation Portal. You know, they tried to switch a fight of PS5. No way. 
Oh, we got another uh, good comment here from the journal. It says, uh, if you want a character update in a game that has better graphics, then, then you pay at a higher rate. Yeah, right. I yeah. hope not. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to upgrade to 4K? <laughs> That's another 20 bucks a month. Like, what the fuck? Avera, Nintendo's already doing that with their older games. Uh, that's unfortunate. Microsoft, um, does it for free, though, so... Oh, they won't anymore. If they acquire this, then, nah, they'll they'll jump on the bandwagon for sure. That's just my prediction. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But that might be every single game. Ooh. Oh well, it's I don't know, it might become true. We'll see what happens. Well, it seems like for now, uh their Nintendo's, you know, they're holding their own. Mm -hmm. So let's see if they could possibly improve by themselves without, you know, getting bought out, basically. Yeah. Alright. And I guess I'm here. We are. We're at we're at what we've got this week. So, mm -hmm. um, Let's wrap, let's wrap this up with a little the closing statement. All I'm right. going to go uh. first. Sorry. Um, so first off, when you look at crimes that are being committed by people, and it's so outrageous, one of the things I'll do is sit there and go, okay, what's the least problematic crime I could think of? And for me, when it comes to artists and stealing from them, it would be stealing a printed piece of paper and i'm not talking about on special cardstock i'm talking about regular 80 gsm playing paper the stuff that office most office workers would deal with on a daily basis to the point where they just dread the stuff it's a nightmare to see mm -hmm. <laughs> um still wrong i mean the fuck are you doing <laughs> I'm sorry, but if I'm going to get a piece of artwork like that, I'm going to want to ask for a signature on it. Right, but right. <laughs> just this whole idea of counterfeiting, you're involved. It's bad enough when furries do shit in public that's just really, really taboo in general. Like smearing feces all over the walls. Uh, yeah, that sort of shit. Not a good look. Counterfeiting is the type of thing of where I would actively want to distance myself because I don't want to have to talk to the Secret Service about, you know, oh, I saw X doing Y. It's like, no, nah, no, nope, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> All right. How about you, Avira? Well, I think that you have to be such a piece of trash to go to a furcon and try to pass off funny money to steal from artists who are trying to make a living that's really not okay with me like that that's not it shouldn't be okay with anyone like that that's just not cool you know like the guy said before you know he's like i'm trying to pay rent and buy groceries i'm just a small guy and he said he lost a lot of money. I don't know how much, but it's just unfortunate that that even happened. And when it comes to the whole NFT thing, man, I think you're bonkers. If you bought one of these digital pictures for several thousands of dollars, and then a couple years later when you're thinking, oh, they're going to triple in price, and then like you lost everything. Like mm -hmm. Y'all were duped. It was a scam. So sorry about that. Hopefully Nintendo still stands its ground and actually gets itself better, you know, without Good. needing the money. But mm. oh, we'll see I about that. How it's going, it should, they'll be right. Yeah, well, that's you know. And aside from that, um, wow, what a week! Um, that was fun. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right. Uh, sorry, I gotta add this, but. We've got to put a level, uh, we've got to get a board like what was on top here in the good days. What's the most degenerate thing fairies have done and they consider themselves to be above board? <laughs> we have to find something to trump counterfeiting. Uh, counterfeiting. 
I That's think pretty we'll bad. Give it time. We'll give it time. Something will bound to show up soon, but right now, whew, it's a tough. It's a, bit of a t- it's a bit of a tough call given what's happening and for it Furcons these days. Mm. Ah well, that's about it for the week. As always, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did making it. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. Well, crazy stuff out here. This is us signing off. Farewell, and until next time. Later. Bye.